Gods of War to Geek Salad episode 195 <laughs> PS2 Electric Boogaloo. Yay. <laughs> I'm Andy. I'm Mike. I'm Joe. And I'm Catherine. And we have two special people with us tonight. Um, joining us yet again, uh, our, our buddy Todd from the Toddcast. The Toddcast. <laughs> yeah. It's all happening. Yep. And we also have Catherine's husband, also Joe, here as well. Hello. Hey. Joe wanted to lend his expertise in all the uh, video games that we're going to talk about tonight because we are celebrating. Wanted, I wanted my husband to lend his expertise in all the video games we're going to talk about tonight. Because okay. well, I had it, I got a PS2 for my 30th birthday and I played a few games. My experience is limited and... I I didn't want my husband cursing at us when we listen to the episode later. Yeah, okay. It, this is nice because he's got his own microphone. We've given him voice now. So yeah, now now he'll now he'll curse at us right now. Right, exactly. Yeah, live. And Do wouldn't like it be that? Joe? Wouldn't it be Joe too? Electric Boogaloo. Oh, it could be. <laughs> right. I am a Cody. No wait, I should title, call myself you know. OJ. That's really bad. Um, oh yeah. Well, maybe it's when the structure of Metal of Boogaloo come out. The structure of Jerry Joe. We're going to go with also Joe, but I'd like to point out I am original Joe, and your Joe is also Joe on my game nights. Ah. That's important. Yeah. yeah. It, it's all about location. It's true. right. Right, right. Yeah. Location, so, location, location. So tonight we are discussing um, a look back of 20 years of the PlayStation 2. Released in 2000, this uh, video gaming stalwart was in production until what, 2013? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it ended production. It ended production in, or at least distribution in the U.S. like January 4th, 2013. Wow. These were wide. And that, so, that's yeah, because that's because of the release of the PS4, right? Mm, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's correct. <laughs> Which is exactly how it lines up with anybody who still loves their PS3. <laughs> oh, dang. <laughs> oh, shit. So, when, when the uh, PlayStation 2 was, was launched, uh, interesting story. When I, when, I bought my, when I bought my PS1, I bought it in 1999. And the guy at GameStop was like, don't you want to wait three more months and buy the PS2 instead? I'm like, dude, I could barely afford this PS1. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know, you know what the thing is though. The, the a great selling point for the PS2 was its backwards compatibility. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I have a theory about that. I, I hate that they don't have that anymore. I feel like uh, the backwards compatibility contributed to the number of sequels that got released on the PS2. Mm. That's and probably then, a fair brain, fair bet. They are because legion. A lot, a lot of series started on the PS1 and then got carried over and just improved drastically on the PS2. Okay. Yeah. It is so, officially the best-selling video game console of all time. And you're talking home console, right? Not handheld? Uh, probably, no, yeah. I, I, think it's, no, I, think it's, I think it's the ent entirety of the market. It is the okay. best-selling console. Okay. Because I really want... 155 million units worldwide. Wow. Wow. Well, and I will say that the one that I've had for over 15 years still works great. The, the yeah. only thing that happens is that the discs wear out, but my, my console works just fine. Yeah. I actually dug mine up. It was been, it's been sitting in my basement for years. I used to keep it down here because, you know, I used it as a DVD player like everybody else did. And... <laughs> um. 
I plugged it in because I, I still have a TV that's got component uh, input. And yeah, the, the games ran great. I had my kids play a few of them over the weekend. And it's to the, the controls still feel good. Um, now, I'm assuming all of us here have owned a PS2, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was, my, it was actually my first DVD player. Like three of them. <laughs> <laughs> it, was yeah, my for... good, it was my good DVD player. <laughs> well, it was my only DVD player for the longest time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was my DVD player until I got one of those uh, VHS DVD combos where I could burn from uh, VHS <laughs> to DVD, which is why I have DVD copies of my play. <laughs> <laughs> from, from high school nice i i yeah i mean this this thing did it all it was like really the first gaming system that was a home entertainment system as well because right. look at look at the two consoles that were launched kind of in or around the same time so there was a playstation 2 there was the xbox the original xbox which did not play dvds no no and the nintendo gamecube no, that was the Xbox... 360. 360? 360, right. I, oh, I can never remember. Oh, man. Well, you, and, then, you know, and then Nintendo released the GameCube. Yeah. And, I mean, the GameCube has got a, a rabid culty following. The GameCube was awesome, but it the was GameCube only was fantastic. for games. Right, and because it also played the smaller discs, too. Well, they the, had less well, memory. The, th the thing about the GameCube and just Nintendo in general is that it's very much considered the... Uh, I don't want to say like amateur, but it's like the the every every person family. console, the family it's, console. The it's the most you know. accessible of the yeah, of yes. the consoles because anybody can play a game on there. Well, except right. for that Nintendo sixty four controller, that thing was brutal. <laughs> Boy, that thing was brutal. <laughs> but you I know, think the, with the Ultra Warriors face paint. Yeah, <laughs> but really, yeah, I mean, if, if you think about it, the PlayStation Two is really kind of the first attempt at the kind of that whole everything box concept, where your right. entire home entertainment. Is is centered on one one piece of equipment, yeah. And it it I mean this thing's a it delivered beast. it delivered it is yeah. a beast. I mean I bought, actually bought the remote control for it, and at the time I owned a um, a Sony TV as well, so I could actually turn the TV on with it. <laughs> It was it was really it was really cool. Um, I mean, it's it's just such a fun system, and I like I put out the call to social media, and everybody everybody's got thoughts on this one. So um, right. let's uh, let's let's look at some of these amazing pieces of uh, of feedback here. So, in putting out the call, Jason from the Wulong Talks podcast mentioned uh, so many games, God of War. Vice City, San Andreas, Final Fantasy, Yakuza, just to name a few. What an incredible console. Are there any games here that we loved? Because I, I can actually name two that oh, I, I absolutely two, love. Two, yeah. uh, one of them right off the bat. The God of War right off the bat. Yes. The journey forward is perilous. The Oracle spoke of Pandora's box. The box is hidden well, far across the desert of lost souls. And with such a weapon, I could defeat Ares. With the box, many things become possible. I will find Pandora's box. And I will use it to see him fall before me. Tell the God of War I am his no longer. Your final lesson is at hand. God of War is the first ga video game I saw boobs in. Yeah. <laughs> Bibs. <laughs> I'm not I, kidding either. He it's hates like, pottery so much. <laughs> Video game. Which is weird because he's Greek. I don't know. Yeah. I actually, actually witnessed boobs, huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. You don't understand. In the very first scene of the game, the first thing you do is roll off of two women and go start murdering things. Or right. you can go back and run to them. Yep, if you get back on, you can uh, um, play a little mini game to try and max out your 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 starting uh, um, income. Yeah, because when I was eight, nine years old, 
I got my my uh, a PC game called Soft Porn, which is the text only version of Laser Suit Larry. <laughs> I remember that one actually. So ASCII art? No, no, there was no ASCII art at all. It was pur- purely text first. Oh, but I've God. seen I've seen screenshots of screenshots of Laser Suit Larry, and I'm like, yup, I totally did that. <laughs> yep. But, yeah, so so my 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 first video game boobs were you know entirely in my mind. Yeah. Anyway, continue. <laughs> yeah. Continue. Well, while we're on, while we're on the pixelated boob subject, I think um, <laughs> either Vice City or San Andreas were my first uh, video game boobs. I don't uh-huh. remember there being. I don't actually remember there being actual nudity in either of those games, but maybe I just didn't oh, get I'm far sure enough. It was there. <laughs> I think it was there. Well, I mean, the problem with San Andreas was the uh, controversy over the hot coffee mod. Oh, Jesus. Well, yep. you know, well, you know it, it's funny that, you, that we make fun of it, but when you think about it, that the PS2 was such a huge graphical leap over the PS1, mm-hmm. where, I mean, in, in terms of, like, 3D technology and, and rendered textures, that video game booths were, like, a huge deal. Yeah. <laughs> when you well, even, compared to, like, Laura PS, Croft. Even- even in PS1, like in PS in, in Tomb Raider, yeah, speaking of Lara Croft, because I played Tomb Raider <laughs> 1, 2, and 3 all the way through back uh, back to front, haha. Um, yeah. Tomb Raider 1, the, the boos were very different from Tomb Raider 3. It was trying. They, they were, were trying. Yeah. They were absolutely, it was just like a prism across her chest. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it wasn't even two separate triangles, it was just a frump. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and and they got uh, Tomb Raider three was much better, and it was still on a PS one, and uh, I was trying to play my uh, Angel of Darkness, which is a PS two Tomb Raider game, but the controls were different enough that it annoyed me, so I quit. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, when you, when you get to like something like a uh, uh, Tomb Raider anniversary, you know, she looked like an actual human being. Yep. Yeah. I, I think um, just because I know so many people brought up the GTA games, we'll, we'll talk about those games at the end of the social okay. media conversation. Uh, right. Some of the other games here that Jason had mentioned. Final Fantasy? Uh, which which one? There was two of them. just says Final Fantasy. Well, I assume he's talking, talking about, about 10. 10 was the okay. one everyone played. And then 11 was the MMORPG. Yeah, it was an MMO. It was bad. But 12 was also on the PS2. And 12 is an enjoyable time as long as you like Star Wars. (laughs) And I do. I love Star Wars. Okay. Uh, Jason also mentioned Yakuza. Yeah, I played that one. I played that one. First one's not great, but it's a hell of a series. Yeah, I think uh, one of my favorite points is uh, when you get your chicken to be your bowling manager. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we have you on the show, Joe, to to let us know about these ridiculous uh, facts. <laughs> yes, exactly. The has gone so far off the rails, you don't even know. <laughs> um, Steve Dermody brings up Burnout Revenge, which he t- calls fun oh. as hell. That is so much. That was so much fun. It's such a great game. It is so much fun to just crash into everything and just, just see how much damage you can do. Nice. Um, KCA Night of Autumn uh, mentioned Samurai Western was an amazing game, and I can't seem to find anyone else who has played it. I've never heard of it. Never played it. Nope. I loved that game in college. I was going to say, Joe, Joe Paul, we played it. <laughs> that yeah. one was awesome. I have a version for the 360 that they made. It was uh, Samurai 3. And uh, it's got all the games have some crazy number of ways you can uh, end it. Just crazy number of endings, depending on what you do. Like, it's just choose your own adventure trees all the way down. Uh, nice. Yeah, it's uh, definitely Grand Theft Auto uh, um, Japan. <laughs> because they they've really americanized the uh the other versions so um well they wear pants so i say yes okay <laughs> <laughs> all right our good friend m from verbal diorama uh mentions i'll, ad- I'll admit on the only game i ever wanted to play or indeed played on the ps2 was i didn't own the console but i made sure i found a boyfriend who did Grand Theft Auto Vice City. 
which we're going to talk about later. We are going to talk about that. Um, And then on our Facebook feedback, we have quite a bit on this one here. Uh, Thomas Green from the Movies After Work podcast uh, has mentioned uh, the Kingdom Hearts games. Right, right, right. Uh, Prince of Persia trilogy. Of course. The Jack trilogy. Mm -hmm. DMC trilogy. Mm -hmm. The Lord of the Ring tie-in games. Yes, Devil May Cry. Uh, Psychonauts. Yes. Yep, 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 yep. Tom also mentions Burnout Revenge, uh, The Godfather, and Civil War. Anything we want to uh, take a take a stop and, and talk about here? Because I actually had my kids play the first um, Kingdom Hearts game, and they found it really dull. <laughs> I think I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that it is very difficult to try to control at first. Right. Yeah, it, it is definitely geared more towards the people that you know grew up loving uh, Final Fantasy, right? Which they did not. Yeah. I tried but, to win them over with Disney, but that didn't work. That being said, it is, it is a fantastic series. That little squirt took down that heartless. Who'd have thought it? Such is the power of the Keyblade. The child's strength is not his own. Why don't we turn him into a heartless? <laughs> That'll settle things quick enough. And the brat's friends of a king's lackey. Swag on the eyes, they're all built rats by the look of them. You're no prize yourself. <laughs> Shut up! Enough! The Keyblade has chosen him. Will it be he who conquers the darkness? Or will the darkness swallow him? Yeah, I would like to point out I came from the other angle. I couldn't care less about Disney, but I gave a shitload of uh, <laughs> care about the uh, Final Fantasy aspect, and I was not disappointed. Yeah, I mean the mythology so that they've created is so deep, and the gameplay, the ba- gameplay mechanics were actually not too not too hard. Um, nice. Some of the jumps were iffy because the camera kept flipping around, but. Yeah, and that is, I mean, I love Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2. Um, those are the two on, they were released on PS2. Yeah. And they were just so, so good. I think I might have my game saved on one of the memory cards that's been sticking in these things for the last uh, 17 <laughs> years. Um, so I, I definitely They'd get to see where... It's bad. It's amazing. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. And so this, it, I, think is, I think, is this the, la- one, the last uh, Sony gaming system that didn't require a memory card? Yes. Yes. Yeah. What? Wow, those were the days. No, this requires no, a memory card. No, 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 no. This is the last, the last game, last system that required a memory card. Yes. yes. That's what yeah, everything else That's had what I onboard, thought I said. Yeah. Everything else had onboard memory. This, re- this, yeah, this required the eight, the eight bit uh, memory. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was going to say. Megabit. I got, I got this game. I got this game system. I got a game, and it was like, okay, we want to save. It's like, oh, you need a card. And we like left it on pause because you could do that. Went to GameStop, <laughs> <laughs> bought a memory stick, went back, stuck it in, and uh, and it was Gauntlet Dark Legacy. And there was an axe flying around the screen as a screensaver, which is you know really kind of awesome. Well, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I remember yeah. Um, shuffling my save files to to open up some more space on the card I had. It was yeah. crazy. Yeah. Now you guys. Now, now instead of a sa- now instead of a memory stick, I gotta decide which games I gotta delete from my hard drive. Jesus. <laughs> yep. I got it, it, I got an I got an eighty mega I got an eighty gigabyte hard drive PlayStation Four, and I still don't have enough th- space for games in it. Yeah. Upgrade that to a terabyte, Joe. It ain't yeah. that expensive to do. It, it it still astounds me though that like this is at least for Sony, the last uh, generation of gaming systems. Where the game data is actually just playing off the disk itself and not downloaded into an internal, you know, internal server oh. on your on your gaming yep. system, and then the game, the the disk itself is just there as a license for you to play the game, right? Right. Which is just, I don't know. It's just so funny the the, the jump between you know this one and then eh, we're just gonna put all the game data on the disk on the uh, in the game system itself, and it takes takes off so much space. Yeah, 
It does. Yeah, I kind of miss... Uh, well, on the other hand, it does keep every game from being one hot steaming load after another. Mm. Oh, yeah. Load times are nice and smooth, but... Yeah. That's very true. That's very true. So, uh, some of the other games here that Tom had mentioned, uh, with the Prince of Persia, anyone have any... Oh, yeah. The, the, the San- um... Sands of Time, great game. Love that game. But we'll be talking about that later. Okay. Right, Mike? <laughs> no, I thought, sorry, we're talking about that now. Okay. Yeah, we're talking about that now. It's GTA, like, kind of like hit everybody's thing. So, but yeah, and, uh, Prince of Persia, we've got Sands of Time, The Warrior Within, and The Two Thrones. Yeah. Just such an excellent, excellent, like, kind of expansion of that classic game. But introducing it into, like, the 3D realm and adding, like, the time uh, mechanics. It, I, I thought it was a fantastic, brilliant game. Hmm. How about the Jack Trilogy? Anyone play that one? Oh, yeah. I love that one. Okay. I uh, played a me... couple of those games. Um, they're great platformers. Yeah. The first the first one was pretty much just a strict platformer. It really wasn't... It was just like kind of level to level to level to level, uh, collecting you know all the stuff and you know getting to the end. Uh, then you got to Jack 2 and Jack 3, where they kind of expanded more on mythology, and they kind of made the game a quasi-GTA clone. Yeah, it turned to post-apocalyptic. They were like, you know what this game needs? It's happy, it's fuzzy, bright colors, having a great time. It needs to be Mad Max. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have a break out of a prison in the middle of the desert and have to hijack their way across the world. What the f- This was not the game (laughs) franchise I was sold. I was so on board. But uh, um, Jack did start talking in the second game. Daxter, it is you! You're Oh, I never thought I'd be so glad to see your furry mug. And Jack, you look different. It's been a tough ride. The Baron pumped our boy here full of dark eco, and it did something to him. Now he's got super moves or something, and a few anger issues as well. First game, he would completely sign no words whatsoever. Second, uh, the second game starts off him breaking out of prison. He just starts talking, and he's like, <laughs> "I'd like to point out, Link does not want to have words with him." No. <laughs> How about the uh, DMC trilogy? Oh, oh that was Yeah, it it was it was fun, but it, it it was hard. Oh, it was hard, but it was it was fun. it was challenging as I'll get out. Those it, games are hard enough to travel back in time and slap my grandmother for playing them. Like. <laughs> You can muddle through and have an okay time with the plot, or you can try to S plus tier every scene and just accept that you'll was... never have a reason to kill yourself because there's always going to be something else to do. That's your <laughs> thing. But the 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 the, the gun flu mechanics of it was so much fun. Yeah. The yeah, best the part balance... was how... one and two were amazing. Well, uh, we don't talk about two. One was groundbreaking. Three yeah, yeah. was off the rails. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, it was. Somewhere around the time they invented the mechanic where you beat a, beat a monster down, surf around the room on its chest while gunning down other monsters. It was like, okay. Yeah. Nice. We're just going all in. Uh, the... Alright, now the Lord of the Ring tie-in games, I actually have a little experience with this, because I got the uh, the Two Towers game. Oh, yeah. Which essentially plays like the Ralph Bashke movie, where it's like all of oh, Fellowship. It's like all of Fellowship and then half of, of uh, Two Towers. <laughs> oh, my God. Anybody else have any experience with the LOTR games? I did. I did. You know what? I, I, I kind of made a point to avoid tie-in games. I did yeah. play that one as well. Um, it wasn't awful. It was playable for a beat em up. <laughs> it, it, it was absolutely play, a playable game. No, you laugh, but look, I've been playing video games for entirely too long, and let me tell you, I am just prejudiced against licensed shit forever. Yeah. For the most part, I'm with Joe. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've all, I mean, I'm sure we've all bought or played that off, just that one awful hot movie tie-in game. Like, wasn't there, like, that Wolverine game that was just, like, 
unwatchable, like unplayable. Can, can we just take a, a, as an aside on this? We, we we talk about like tying games. There was a scourge on PlayStation of license or branded licensing games. I completely forgotten about the Cars video game until like, like, right like, now. No, yeah, like Ford, <laughs> like Ford had a Mustang game. Harley Davidson had a motorcycle game. Hummer had a desert road racing game. It's like, uh, really? No, Pixar had a Cars game. That's what I'm yeah. saying. <laughs> but I, I also remember, like, one of the worst games ever made for the PS2 was this 18-wheeler game. Where Ice Road yeah. Truckers. Yes. Was it that or was it Big Mother it Truckers? Was a, Big Mother Truckers, that was it. That's it. And it's like, you could drive off existed, a cliff yeah. and you'd still be horizontal. It's the gaming <laughs> programming is so terrible on that. <laughs> All right. Oh, the shovelware on the platform definitely uh, um, oh. outnumbers well, the quality titles 10 to 1. But, I mean, there's, what, 13 or, straight 13, years of product? So. Yeah, 13 years. And, I mean, there were, there were still development right up until the end. Hmm? <laughs> Who's eating in front of their microphone? <laughs> not me. No, not me. Todd, you're getting a cookie again. It's Todd, not me. Okay. I already ate my cookie. Uh, you know what you do? <laughs> it's got to be Can't Joe. Can't prove anything. Uh, okay. Anything. All right. Mm. So the next game on Thomas's list here is one that I know is near and dear, at least to Mike's heart. I don't know if anybody else is. Psychonauts. He stole Dogen's brains. No, he's just like that. I had a nightmare where this mad scientist guy said he was going to take them out. And was it a creepy-looking freak with a shower cap and a stainless steel three-pronged claw? Hey, that's my nightmare. So it's not just me. But how? And why all the meat? I don't know. But I think it's time I find out where this is coming from. Let's rendezvous tonight at the old boathouse for debriefing. This is so cool! Yeah! It feels like that time in True Psychic Tales 314 where... Shut up! Does anyone else know this game? I know the game, but I've never played it. Oh, so much fun. It is uh, straight from the mind of Tim Schafer. Uh, the mind behind, like, Brutal Legend, another uh, classic kind of weird... Oh! Yeah, Schaefer's so, a legend. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, uh, Brutal Legend is excellent. Yes. I think I, I think I recommended it to Todd at one point in a previous episode. Mm-hmm. Yes. But, Someday yeah. I'll beat it. Someday. So, yeah, Psychonauts, the characters the character design is just really weird. It it's it's everyone that just kind of looks off, really off. But it it uh, the the genius in this game is the humor and the level design. The um, humor and the level design? Aren't you diving through people's traumas? Isn't yeah. one level like a burned victim's burning house in their own memory? That That's just one part of it. I mean, most of, most of that level is is like a 60s dance party. <laughs> Dude, but, like, I, I get that it's awesome and it's art, but I'm going to say humor is not where I would go with that. I don't yeah. know. No, no, no. But trust me, there's most of it's humor, but you you can find those dark moments because yeah, everyone's okay, psych- everyone's psychosis. Definitely. There there are dark moments in everyone's psychiatry uh, psychosis, so you'll find those. But like you know, it's like uh, some of the level designs, you know, like uh, like I said, the sexy dance party. There's um, I mean, What's the most noise. Yeah. The most famous one is when you go into the mind of a giant mutated lungfish, and your character is basically a kind of a Godzilla-like creature, mm. just roaming around this the city where you're as big as all the, you're taller than all the buildings, and all the people are running screaming from you. Oh, well, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, but I mean, um, protagonist in nightmares, the game. <laughs> Toward, towards the end of the game, the some of the platforming levels get a bit Abusive. frustrating. A bit frustrating. Dude, uh, if you want to, can we take a moment to talk about abusive platforming on this platform? <laughs> I'd like to remind you that there was a Shinobi remake 
where after the third level, there are no floors. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a combat game where you were expected to jump from enemy's forehead to enemy's forehead without ever landing. <laughs> well, actually, the last level on Psychonauts, there, um, you're in like this giant circus made of meat, and uh, the, the water is rapidly rising underneath you, and basically, if you touch the water, you die. Nightmare the game. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's that that level is can be really frustrating because some of the jump mechanics is it, it's not perfect. But beyond that, majority of the rest of the game is just so funny and brilliant. There's an entire level that looks like a uh, a Mexican like black velvet painting. It looks like you're in a town that would set up that is a black velvet painting. It is so it is so brilliant. Oh yeah, I'm sure the artwork is just awesome. I'm I, I'm sure that the uh, the graphics are top notch, uh, especially given what they had to work with. But um, yeah, no, this don't take like a spin through my worst nightmares. The fun game. Don't take just the one little. Let's trust me. That one moment is just. You don't even have to visit that that part in the level. You can continue. You can go through the level. And not even see that it is such a small mm. part. It's just if you decide to explore, you'll find it off to the side, and and the person whose mind you're in will tell you, uh, yeah, that that's a very dark place. Don't go there. It's just some of my my dark memories. So yeah, that it's just it is literally a very very small part of this game. Don't make it bigger than it actually is. All right, so what else does Tom have on his list there? Uh, we already mentioned Burnout Revenge, The Godfather. Did anybody besides me play this one? Mm, no, I did not play it. It looked too complicated for me. There was this spate of GTA clones that came out, uh, and almost all of them were movie tie-ins. The Godfather Simpsons was one Simpsons Hit and them. Run. That one was fun. That was actually a lot of fun. Uh, the Godfather is okay. Surely not. Do... Surely you don't re refer to the sequel game to Scarface. Oh my god, that's where actually the bullet, what I'm referring to. Where yeah, the, the one where they every single uh, vital organ of his. He's only mostly dead. <laughs> <laughs> and essentially, all it is is just it's just just these these like glorified violence torture porn. Gaming platforms. I mean, The Godfather at least tries to stay within the story, but at the same time, I gave up after the chase level, which is like my fucking kryptonite on <laughs> video games. I hate chase levels and I hate escort uh, levels. Oh, yeah, I hate it. escort missions. Yeah, but... nobody likes it. escort uh, missions are the escort... bait of my existence. Mm -hmm. That and water levels. After, yep. After a while, it's like you know what? You deserve to die. Yeah. You know, I played enough Resident Evil. No, you just need to die. That um, is one of the nice quirks of the X-Men Legends 2 game is um, often you will find yourself being the subject of escort missions as opposed to having to perpetrate them. Oh, okay. It's just a, a NPC with infinite health that fights alongside you for a while. <laughs> yep. So you hit the next goal. It's nice. <laughs> Tom also mentions the game Civil War. Which I think that was like a strategy type game. Okay. Yeah, I think it was an RTS strategy game. Yeah. And um, he also mentioned Extinction. Anybody familiar with that ring one? A bell. Oh, nope. Okay. I think All I right. remember hearing about it once. <laughs> Nothing more. All right. Well, Steve Day brings up a number of things here. My son was born uh, weeks after the PS2's release. So there was a lot of sleepless nights playing Sky Odyssey with him sleeping on my chest because he wouldn't sleep anywhere else. Was it a great game? No. But it was a passive flyer meant to show off graphics, and that's what I needed then. Mm. He also mentions, uh, you guys remember how it didn't have a network adapter? And we didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me if Tekken and Soul Calibur weren't a pain in the ass when you needed to swap corded controllers when your buddies were over. <laughs> they were uh, great games though great games all of oh, them oh yeah yeah War warhammer um 40,000 fire warriors is fucking awesome if you were a 40k nerd and you didn't have an xbox to play halo 
That's fair. That's fair. And Steve wraps up with kids playing, uh, watching their dads play Ratchet and Clank is why PewDiePie has a market to exploit. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to take this moment to say... Fuck you, PewDiePie. Yes. There you go. I'd you leave not- it to the champ. You Nazi fuck. <laughs> Bill Kerwin brings up best game ever, Worms 3D. We're not going to talk about any of those games? Oh, we can't. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, Steve. Um... Yeah, Tekken and Soul Calibur. Soul Calibur, rock. Yeah. I love Soul Calibur. Soul Calibur was very fun. Both of them are great franchises. Soul Calibur, two really sort of, I won't say revolutionized fighting games, but it definitely set the benchmark for yeah. you know Absolutely. graphics at the time and playability at the time. And let me tell you, I abused the shit out of everybody with long range in that game. People hated me. <laughs> my Astaroth is still untouchable. I'll take any you want. Soul Calibur three introduced a weird campaign mode that campaign mode that uh, that, that wasn't that, great that just and doesn't it work. Doesn't... not only does it not work, it actually blanks your uh, PS two card if you fuck up. Yeah. No. Yeah, I heard about not, that. Not great. Yeah. Not That's great. weird. Yeah, it just it introduces the whole idea of adding a story to fighting games, which is has never been able to work on any level. Now, the trade-off is Tekken 4 had a side <coughs> beat-em-up built you. into it. Oh. And that was super playable and a blast. Oh. Speaking of fighting games with uh, with stories, remember that Shovelware uh, Fight Club video game that came out for the PS2? Oh, oh vaguely. Oh, it's bad. Well, you know what was good, though, was what? the Warriors game. Come out and play. Are yep, oh, you talking one. about the War- oh, Warhammer 40,000? No. Oh, the Warriors. Warriors. The oh. movie. Warriors. And it was awesome. It was super playable. It was a great time, to be honest with you. Cool. I've heard a lot of really good praise about that movie. About that game. Yeah. And movie, actually. And the movie, <laughs> I should hope, you plebe. <laughs> you like this. I just got the soundtrack on vinyl. Nice. Hey, it's my thing. It's my little catchphrase. Hey, I got that on vinyl. Everyone drink. Um, anyone actually play Warhammer uh, 40,000 Fire Warrior? I've never gotten into the Warhammer games. Yeah. Steve has always been a Warhammer guy. Like he had, uh, you know, legions of little leaden men to paint in his mom's house. So that explains a lot about him. Yep. And then, you know, let's bring up something that Steve actually mentioned about the network adapter, because the Dreamcast came out like three months before the PS2, had a network adapter, and yet this thing destroyed it in every conceivable way. Well, the problem is... Yeah, you know why? Broadband wasn't a... Still was not a household thing back in, in the... In 2000, t- nobody had broadband. We were yeah. all still using dial-up. Or DSL, yeah. if you we were lucky. I, I, had, I had DSL, mm-hmm. but it's it, it was... Ex- supremely expensive, and it still was not a, like I said, it wasn't a household item. Right. Yeah, and and, and it still really wasn't. Uh, it wasn't perfect for gaming. And, and and on that note, can we say how play Sony played the PS2 totally destroyed Sega as a hardware manufacturer? Yeah, yeah I'm out. Hang on. <laughs> the other thing that destroyed the Dreamcast was the fact that their games were completely burnable on any CD burner. Yeah. That yeah. is true. true. That I, 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 I had a couple of games that were. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean that that's true. But I mean, let's face it. So, so Sega only gave the Dreamcast eighteen months, and then just completely just stopped yeah. also for it. Also, there's some kind of weird quirk if you plug it in networks. It doesn't ask for passwords or something. I seem to recall <laughs> that being a uh, a weird urban legend that may or may not be true. I've never owned a Dreamcast, so I can't confirm it. We need Seth Rodney on this call for that. There were some really <laughs> awesome games in the Dreamcast, though. Really awesome games. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. It was a great port taxi. of Marvel vs. Capcom. Uh, crazy Taxi! My favorite, crazy taxi was my uh, my favorite. favorite fighting game of all time is uh, still um, Power Stone and Power Stone 2. Oh, yeah, great games. Yeah. Absolutely. But uh, this this console, gentlemen. Right, yes. Um, <laughs> all right, what about Worms 3D that Bill brought up? Anyone play this one, or is Bill just fucking with us? I play it on my PC. Okay. Bill's not I've... fucking with us. I just don't know it. I haven't played that particular one, but I do know the franchise, and those games are always great. 
Okay. It's like le- lemmings, but if you give the lemmings artillery. <laughs> well, it's it's turn-based lemmings with artillery, but yeah. yeah. Wait, you can run yourselves off a cliff and go, Oh, no! Exactly. They <laughs> always have a comment before you plunge them in the drink. <laughs> bye, bye. So, and then you call in a carpet bombing. <laughs> and Chris from Chris's Cultural Corner brings up uh, Ratchet and Clank. Middle Gear Solid 3, Snake Eater, Hot Shots Golf 4, Sly Cooper and the Thievius Raccoonus, Armed and Dangerous, Ico, and Shadow of the Colossus. Okay, so I, I actually say, I... owned a copy of Ratchet and Clank, and I worked on it, and I found it, I, like, I was like, I got this, I got this! And then I got to a point, and I'm like, this is extremely frustrating, I quit. <laughs> Shouldn't you be on one of them escape transports? Escape transports? Newsflash! Giant robots attacking! The escape transports are taking all the rich folks off this goddarn planet. So why aren't you on one? Socioeconomic disparity. What? He hasn't got enough bolts. Working people have to wait for Captain Quark to save us. Yeah. <laughs> and also, and, and, and uh, you know, along those same lines with, with what Catherine's saying, I have to say, MSG3 is the game that Turn totally completely turned me off. Metal Gear Solid. Wasn't there so, a I mean, part of Metal Gear Solid? Fool. Hmm? The Metal Gear's games are nothing short of prophecy. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like uh, to remind uh, you uh, that the number one uh, theme of Metal Gear Solid Two is you can't trust uh, what you see. Philosophy Your senses aside, cannot be trusted. Philosophy aside, MGS Three Snake Eater. The fact that ninety percent of the game is just stealth. <laughs> I don't mind this, you know, stealth aspects to games, but when you constantly fail because you can't, it's my dude. Did you not play the first four games? I did, but you could at least if you if you fail your stealth, you could at least get you find your way out of it. The you point your way out, undetected. No, That's literally MGS, the point of those games. MCS three totally turned me off to Metal Gear Solid. Wasn't there a part of? <laughs> Was it Metal Gear Solid 2 or 3 where in order to like beat a villain you had to take out your memory card and switch it with a second part? That was one. Oh. Yeah. Uh, okay. Wow. I, there was a boss in Metal Gear Solid 3, however, that you could do the, um, the console time travel trick where you just set the date on the console ahead of week. And one of your bosses was so old that he would die of old age. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> you start the boss fight, you set it ahead of week, you come back, you... Uh, uh, plug it back in and he's died of old age and you could just creep up on him and get the best stealth camo in the game. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, so some of the other games Chris mentioned here, Hot Shots Golf 4, I remember buying this as kind of like, because it was on their greatest hits thing, so it was like 20 bucks. And it's just, it's just goofy, stupid fun. For some reason, I like the golf games and I really like the Hot Shots Golf because it was kind of like it it was just meant to be fun, and it wasn't meant to be realistic. It was just, yeah. yeah. Was it, it was the NBA Jam of golf? Exactly. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's a perfect way of putting it, Todd. Um, Sly Cooper and the Thievus Raccoonus. Broken alone, I was dumped at the town orphanage. There, I met two guys who became my lifelong buddies and trusted crew: Bentley, techno genius and strategist supreme, and Murray, part-time driver and full-time burden. Together we pledged to track down the fiendish five, avenge my father, and steal back the Thievius Raccoonus. I knew I was about to face the toughest test of my life. On this mission, I would either become a master thief like my ancestors before me, or fail and allow my family name to bite the dust. My wife loved these games. Oh, um, all, all, all of the Sly Cooper's games, I adore. These games were crazy to me because I saw the gameplay on commercials, and I'm like, there's no way that's the real gameplay. And then I learned about cell shading, and I'm like, oh my god, that is, it's, it's like a cart, it's like Dragon's Lair almost. It's like a cartoon you can play. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I, I, it's, oh come it's on, gorgeous you're familiar with that. You're a big fan of the Borderlands series. Yeah, but that didn't happen on PS2, man. And, <laughs> oh, and it had, absolutely did. And we had, no, and, and we had, uh, you know, uh, a dragon Dragon's Lair was like a Saturday morning cartoon and an arcade video game. <laughs> and it was a big deal, the fact that it was a uh, cartoon. 
Yeah, that you can control basically a cartoon. That, that was a huge was deal back huge. in the 80s. Yeah. I don't want to hear it. I still haven't managed to get a ROM of it working. I have no idea what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> but, and until that day... Going back to Sly Cooper, though, I, I mean, that series is so great. Um, much like, like the first Jack was more of a platformer and then it kind of became a GTA clone, uh, this first Sly Cooper was definitely more of a platformer adventure game. And then the second became more of a more of a thief-based game, I would say, where, you know, you have to go missions in, like, you know, each each of the characters had a different, uh, different set of abilities. And, you know, some when some missions you had to use one character and some others you had to use the other characters. It reminds me a lot of, like, the, the, the Spyro the Dragon trilogy. Yeah. And the way it evolved. Uh, yeah, the, I mean... The all characters of, and everything. Yeah. All of those games were... Um, they were all about the same time, actually. They all, I know uh, the, the Jack, Sly, and Ratchet and Clank 1 were all kind of like the big three. Right. Yeah. And then they all came up with sequels pretty much at the same time. Hmm. Anybody play Armed and Dangerous? No. Sorry, I can't help you. Mm, no. Ico? Heard oh, of no. it, but I've never played it. And I then, played it once. It was very strange, but I enjoyed it. And Joe, I know you have this one on your list. Uh, original recipe, Joe, um, has uh, <laughs> Shadow of the Colossus. That's on your list. Yeah. And I just, I just got like the free PS Plus download. I've played that one as well. Yeah, How is that's because uh... I'm still too lazy to have actually lit, lit it up yet. It is a brilliant and beautiful game. It and oh yes, it is. It is, and it's such a and it's such a simple concept when you think about it. Yeah, yeah. Because really, all all you're doing is the, the entire concept is you, you've got to climb these, you know, these colossi and defeat them. And when you're doing, you figure, you're trying to figure out how am I going to beat something this big? Yeah, it, it. I mean, it is literally the size of like a small office building, or, or sometimes yeah, a basically, yeah. Basically, building. each 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 colossus is one level of the game. Yeah, there, there, are, there are no enemies other than these Colossus wandering around. You've got to find them, and you've got to figure out how to kill them. Huh. And, but I mean, just, you know, you know, just sometimes I would just like hop on the horse and just ride because it is such a beautifully a animated game. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 you know, it's one of these things. I, I don't have an excuse not to play it, but I don't. It's one of the classic arguments for video games is art, not entertainment. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I've heard and, that. And, 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 that's, and that's kind of, on, you know, on, on, on a bigger scale, that's kind of a lot of what the PS2 did is really brought games as storytelling into the forefront. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, any, any games that didn't already have that definitely got that. Yeah. Yeah, and now then, I'm gonna go drown this hooker. About your story, frankly. <laughs> oh, where's my money, bitch? <laughs> Speaking of which, Chris, uh, story does Wayne Brady have to smack a bitch? A bitch. <laughs> oh, and uh, and Chris wraps up with, oh, and uh, GTA Vice City. Um, Andrew, Mike. Yeah, Mike, do you have anything on yours? I know you had some, uh, you got a little bit of feedback on when you shared the uh, the article. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, but I haven't brought up my Facebook here. Give me a second. Damn it. Okay, you, you do that. Um, Jiminy, Cricket. Jiminy Crickets, indeed. You know what, let's talk Dang, about, Dang, let's, let's talk about the, the, the GTA games while Mike's pulling that up here, because I, we're just pretty much almost done with social media. <laughs> You know, it, it, it's so funny. It's, you talk about the changes between, you know, the original games on, like, PS1 and then their sequels. Yeah. I mean, is, there's such a big such a big difference between the original GTA and then what came Three, out on PS2. Yeah, yeah GTA yeah. 3. Yeah. It is, but it isn't. Um, and this is where the thing... The thing is these games always lost me in the sandbox. Like you could do anything. Theoretically, there was a plot, but why? And I don't know, man, maybe it's just me, but playing 
pretty much the villain just doesn't speak to me in a video game. Mm. Well, no, I, mean, that, I, agree, I agree with Joe. I've, I've never been really... I, I understand their appeal, and I, I, I understand why they're such huge sellers, but um, I've never been a big fan of the G- GTA series. Well, I mean, for me, the reason why I like San Andreas so much is because you're not playing the villain. You're playing a guy that was trying to do the right thing, but he was kind of like stuck in a bad situation, and now he's just trying to make the best of it. Like Luke um, Cage? He looks like Luke Cage, kind of. Yeah. No. Now, here's, no. He, here's a, well, here's a question. In a drive-by, dude. You're not the good guy. <laughs> I all right. does it not start with him being being harassed by really corrupt cops? One voice by Samuel Jackson. How you been, Carl? How's your wonderful family? I'm here to bury my moms. You know that. Yeah, I guess I do. So what else you got shaking, Carl? Nothing. I live in Liberty City now. I'm clean, legit. Nah, you ain't never been clean, Carl. Well, what do we got here? This is a weapon, Officer Pulaski, that was used to gun down a police officer not ten minutes ago. Officer Pendleberry, a fine man, I might add. You work fast, nigga. You know I just got off the plane. Well, that's a good thing we found you and retrieved the murder weapon. That ain't my gun. Dude, you don't have to. You don't have to talk to me about you know that sort of thing. The the the, the whole yeah, all those issues. I'm very far left, but. He does not handle it in even a remotely positive way, and an awful lot of people die as a result. At That's a, a lot, lot of games. Come on. Yeah. Eh, there's a lot of points at which this, this guy could just walk away, and he never chooses to. Eh. Um, all right. So let, let's, let's, let's move away from the protagonist, antagonist end of the game to discuss one thing that's always bugged me. Why... Is it that Vice City, which came out, I think, the year before, like one or two years before San Andreas, why does it look better than San Andreas? I always felt San Andreas looks blocky, and the animation is really, really clunky. Is that just me, or? Well, I mean, I can kind of see that. I think the reason is because Vice City, it's all just in that one city. San Andreas had really kind of widened the scope of where you can go. You could leave the city. You could go to another city. You could go along the countryside. So the setting yes. was it, was, it was more of an open sandbox. It's an entire state. Yeah. it's yeah. You can play the entire state of California, give or take. And th- that's an awful lot for the engine of the PS2, which means there's a lot to load. And yeah. they had to file some of the serial numbers off. They had to sort of you know, cut some corners. Well, yeah. not only that, but your character was a create. Essentially, you could create the way that your character looked, as opposed to Vice City, where he just looks. You were Tommy Versetti. A white shirt or waiter, your choice. <laughs> I mean, you could work. Yeah, I mean, you could have a, a CJ uh, workout and um, you know get buffed up and yeah. Which was on this mechanic because you know then you know the stronger he was, that means he could hit harder. Yeah, we're not going to talk about the fact that the only food he could eat was fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not going to go there, ladies and gentlemen of the jury. Um, <laughs> the love grape soda. Grape soda. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, Dante Hicks is just like you. He loves grape soda. The the thing with, with Vice City also, and this is really what really holds it near and dear to everybody's heart, at least as far as I'm aware, is that soundtrack. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What an amazing color. I mean, the beauty is, too, is that it, the radio stations were all very, very diverse and very, very different. But damn, if they didn't pull some deep tracks out of there. Mm-hmm. Oh, you could with, absolutely. With the 80s stuff. Yeah. You could just ride around in any of those games and just ride around with the radio on and just be like, yeah, I'm just going to hang out. This is fine. Yeah. 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 Yep. It's actually interesting, too, because the marketing for Vice City was using um, the Flock of Seagulls song, And I Ran. Yeah. Yep. And um, when they released their best of, they actually had a 
GTA Vice City inspired cover for their best of album. Wow. Yeah, I think you could actually find that on Spotify. Like the actual album cover. But it's just one of those games that I, I have better memories of watching people play the game than I do of actually playing the game. <laughs> yeah, I feel the same way about San Andreas, my college roommate. We played it on a 13-inch TV, so those serial numbers didn't really <laughs> affect us at all. Uh, but I remember, him, I remember him going through and just... He got the 100% before I knew what 100% on GTA was, and he got, like, the T-shirt, and he got... You know, six billion dollars or whatever. Um, but I enjoyed watching my roommate play it more than I played it myself. I was pretty bad at it, actually. Yeah, I think I gave up when it was like, okay, you have the hell the little mini drone helicopters, and you have to drop dynamite. I'm like, yeah, fuck. That's the worst. I was the worst. Oh, I hate that. Was that the worst. I'm done. Never again. <laughs> so, anybody else have anything else to say about GTA before Mike find, uh, talks about the people on his? Facebook feed. Oh. Give me GTA Six. Actually, for me, uh, GTA Five was a step backwards because you were no longer you could no longer wander around the state. You're back in that city and you couldn't leave. Telling you guys, up your game and go play Yakuza. I have okay. played Yakuza. All of them. Okay, I've played just played a couple of them. <laughs> Yakuza Zero is very available, and you will be a happy man. Just, just have some faith. Oh, oh my goodness! <laughs> All right, Mike, did you find your Facebook stuff? I did. All right. Okay. All right. Well, um, my uh, old coworker Sarah, she said I literally bought a PS for Kingdom Hearts. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, Eric Letourneau said Tekken Tag. Uh, Tekken Tag Group Battles. Winner stays on. Um, Caleb says Final Fantasy X, Kingdom Hearts, Jack and Dexter, so many good games, best system of all time. Mm -hmm. uh, Paul says my copy of the greatest game of all time, Star Wars Battlefront 2, is a PS2 copy. Also, the first M-rated game I ever played was Rockstar's 2001 title, State of Emergency. Hmm. And my PS3 is 100% backwards compatible, so I could keep my PS2 games. <laughs> he and, bought the Gen 1 version then. Yeah. And Eric Wilson came, said, uh, Blood Omen 2, Soul Reaver 2, Legacy of Kane Defiance, FFX, FFX 2. Oh, wait, never mind. I was a steaming pile of... Uh, <laughs> uh, Lego, Star Wars, and all three GTA games. Hmm. Totally agree about Lego Star Wars. So much good fun. Yeah, that is a fun game. Anybody have any? I like. I love Battle uh, Battlefront Two. Mm. In fact, I like it better than the first one, which I kind of <laughs> was like, "This isn't that good." Yeah, it, it was. It is still considered one of the best um, Star Wars games of all time. Mm. I will. I, she did have a couple of games that I did enjoy. I do enjoy. Uh, particularly Soul Reaver 2. Yes. Oh no. Every time you turn up, something monumental and terrible happens. I don't think I have the stomach for it. <laughs> no drama this time, Raziel. You are persistent, crossing time like this to follow me. Still waiting for that coin of yours to land on its edge. I'm biding my time. The last good game in the series. Oh my god! I, 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 so, I, so we, two was great, except it was really short. Right? Really yeah, yes. short. It mm. needed to be longer, absolutely. But and, uh, and, and, uh, and, and 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 we've been waiting for a good sequel or a good follow up ever since. Yeah, yeah. Because ever ever since they they tried to go back to Kane, it's like I don't care about Kane anymore. Yeah. I like Raziel. <laughs> yeah, I actually yeah. met the voice of Raziel. Thank you very much. Yeah. But um, yeah, uh, I don't know if you've ever played the original Legacy of Kane. It's a yes. long ass adventure game with just too many loading screens on the PS One. But it is a playable game, and it's yes. a lot of fun. Uh, Legacy of Kane Two was awful. God, that game was brutal. Like yeah. it was pretty enough, but 
they just poured all their resources into the graphics, and the only thing you could do was hoover the blood out of people from eight feet away. Otherwise, right. there was nothing else you could do competently. Right, but Soul, yeah. Re- Soul Reaver reinve- reinvigorated the uh, that series. Absolutely. Oh, and yeah. also, vastly expanded. Well, I mean, it, it simplified it and also expanded the mythology, because the mythology in the first Soul Reaver game, uh, Blood Omen, was kind of muddled. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But what they need is another generation. They need some sort of, you know, heirs of uh, Raziel sort of thing going on. Oh, that'd be cool. In order yeah, like I said, to... we've been we've been follow, we've been waiting for a follow up to that Soul Reaver two since it came out because nothing, you know, like I said, after when they tried to go back to Kane, I just didn't care anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's what they need to do to reinvigorate the franchise is just be like, yep, Raziel's the big uh, daddy now, and he's had a bunch of kids. Let's go with them. Right. <laughs> but unfortunately, they can't bring back Tony J, and he was like, he was half of those games. Yeah. Damn it, death. Mm. Mm. So, any other games that you guys want to talk about before we move on to our own lists? No, we can move on, I guess. Talking about one of the most popular video game consoles in history, I guess it's no surprise that we actually went long. I mean, after about an hour and we've only covered the social media feedback, yeah, it's going to be a long one. So we're going to split it into two, and part two will probably come up in about a week or so. So until next time, go forth and be nerdful. Talk to you later. world it looks like a dentist office a mental dentist office